to another fun episode of Paranormal XL Podcast. Gigi and Mama here for all your paranormal needs and wants. <laughs> That's fun. As we all know, the world is in a crazy place right now and things are happening that we have never experienced before. But please know Mama and I are with you every step of the way. So many, mixed, so many mixed feelings going on right now, some we will never be able to explain. Trying to wrap our heads around it as adults and trying to explain to our children what is happening at the same time, we don't even know. We will try to take your minds into another place during our episodes through this time. So who here likes aliens? You know I do. I know you do. <laughs> She does. This is going to be a fun one. See, I don't, or I didn't want to just jump right into the alien topic, but I thought alien experiences would be a fun to talk about because the topic itself about aliens, like I said before, that's going to be like a many, many parter because there's so many conspiracy theories. There's the different types of aliens. There's the ancient. There's the greys. I mean, it, it would oh, take yeah. forever. That's a deep subject and different types and very much. That might even be something that we kind of do. Uh, on the side type of thing. That could be an almost a whole season in itself, to be honest. Oh, for sure. We will jump into the whole alien picture sometime down the road as ancient aliens, the greys, aliens versus government, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. So, But for now, let's talk about who has had experiences and the thoughts behind these. Because let's be real, not everyone believes. But like I always say, you just never know. You never do know. Everybody has their own type of experiences in in many different aspects in life. Oh, yeah, for sure. would be boring if we all had the same. Science is an amazing topic. Seems to never stop. But also there's always more past science, I believe, that we haven't reached. So I'll never discredit science because science are facts for the most part. But as we've said in previous episodes, some, it, it stops. When you're happy with that answer, it, it stops. But there's always a but why. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's definitely always more than what meets the eye. Definitely. Oh, for sure. There's a lot that we can't wrap our heads around, and that's and that's okay. I mean, look at what's happening right now. Everyone went and bought up all the toilet paper. My first <laughs> comment on this was, babe, shit's getting deep, and we have nothing to wipe that shit with. Like, <laughs> oh, holy hell. But joking aside, it is true. We get so lost in our everyday lives, we essentially block out things that are happening around us, and for many different reasons. I mean, honestly, how cool would it be to think of us being a science experiment for aliens, as Mama has said in past episodes? I think it's cool to think about, but also kind of scary. Uh, Mama, have you had any alien encounters or almost encounters you can remember? Nothing that I can really prove. I remember, um, and, and like I said, it's not something that I can really prove. I do remember a couple of times as a young girl waking up and um, having like green mark on me like somebody had written on me. Hmm. Um, but not knowing where they came from. Right. There's nothing I can prove. I don't remember right. anything and I don't and I don't know where they came from. I was old enough to know that I did not write on myself or anything. Right. But I don't know where they came from. And, uh, one of the one of the latest things I have like I've had experiences probably about two years ago. I do do remember having an experience on my way to work where um it's it's dark and there was a look like a plane in the sky, but it like literally followed the vehicle on the way to work where like a, a plane would not follow your vehicle. Right. It was like right along with our vehicle on the way to work. And the most recent one would be this last summer. And again, I was sleep deprived. So how can you really prove it? Because nobody else really saw it with me except for my girls. I remember coming home from dropping off stuff to my oldest daughter up north. And we were driving through Luther and I had come off the freeway. And there was some kind of crap right above me on the right side of the road with purple lights. And we were looking at it. And then all of a sudden it flashed and it was 
was right above to the left side of the road and then mm-hmm. disappeared out of nowhere. So it's little experiences like that where you might think something, but what can you do to really prove it? Right. So right. little experiences like anybody else where it might make you think, but who knows? Right. You're not like, hold on, let me get my camera real quick because you're like in awe. Yeah. And, and it is hard because so many stories have been embellished and that's what makes a good story. And that's true. And yeah. it makes it hard for the people that actually know for a fact, you know, they've seen something with their eyes. I'm not just saying alien encounters, but let's say they saw like, I don't know, this ginormous weird looking dog out in the woods one day, like dog man or something. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we can't prove it. And of course, they're going to get disregarded because so many people have lied or embellished on other stories. So, I mean, it kind of sucks. But, or if you say something, you're afraid of getting made fun of. Right. But if you know, and you know full-heartedly that you experience something like that, whether it be aliens or you see something that's just kind of odd, as long as you know to yourself that you saw it, that's all that really matters. You don't have anything to prove to anybody. You got to experience something that nobody else has experienced, and that's a lot of why people will disregard you just because, like, I didn't experience what you experienced. Like, Mary, you're, you're oh, wow. <laughs> well, like, I know come on. Crazy come on. Anyway, but. You know, but... <laughs> I'm not going to disregard you. I'd be like, oh, wow. <clears throat> cool story, bro. No, I mean, <laughs> it is cool. It was it, just different. Mm-hmm. Just a different story. And I've had my visions here and there with, um, you know, different experiences. But, you know, experiences are different from everybody. Mm-hmm. They're, it, what my experience was could have been completely different for somebody else. Well, right, because uh, interpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what it's supposed to mean to people. So, all right, we'll get into a little bit of history on... Not aliens itself, but alien uh, encounters. <clears throat> oh, Rona, is that you? <clears throat> Hello? <clears throat> okay, so the first known reported encounter came from a couple named Barney and Betty Hill on September 19th, 1961. Now, keep in mind, they were a normal couple. Barney worked for the post office, and Betty was a social worker. The couple was from from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. It was late that night, and at the time, all they could remember was returning home about 5 a.m. They had clearly lost some hours in there and couldn't remember anything. All they had to go on was a bad feeling or of something terrible happening to them. So Mr. and Mrs. Hill uh, claim of being abducted was the first case recorded. Now, when they first came out with telling somebody that they told their psychologist, they went and saw somebody. So I say that was, okay, back, rewind a little bit. That was their only explanation as to losing a few hours and not knowing what had happened. They couldn't explain mm-hmm. it any other way. So after their account, that's when the story started rolling in. Now, the Hills first reported their story to a psychologist. Now it is said all the stories came after the Hills story, which came after 1950s and movies with plots being where aliens taking humans and such like that. But even further back in the 40s, there was reports of flying saucers. Aliens were just a science fiction fixture in the 20th century where it was more or less the flying saucers versus the aliens. Okay. Because... I don't know why. Now, I do have more history on that. I must have, when I was typing yesterday, got backwards. But anyway, so there's actually a World UFO Day. I didn't realize that until looking into this. And that's July 2nd. So how cool is that? So the Hills actually have a book and a movie. In the ni- in the 1966 book, it is said they stopped for coffee at a diner about 10 p.m. And figured they would be back home about 3 a.m. Okay, we're going to stop right there. I'm a little, I don't know. I'm thinking back to the 50s and 60s were couples out that late i don't don't know 
It's 2020, and I'm only like 40, and I wouldn't be out that late. Well, hell no. I'm in bed by 8.30. That's what I don't understand. I but maybe they just, that's what they did. So they went to this diner for some coffee. Now, according to their story, when they had left the diner, they were driving back home and remember Betty looking out her window and seeing a bright flying something. Mr. Hill pulled the car off to the side of the road and got out and tried looking at the bright light with binoculars. According to Mr. Hill, he saw a minimum of a half a dozen living beings in uniform looking right at him. As anyone would be, Mr. Hill was a bit scared and stunned, so he got back in the car and pulled on the side of the road or pulled on a side road mm-hmm. and tried to drive away from it. They last remember hearing some loud beeps and then each felt a tingling tiredness come over them, like like coming out of a haze. The next thing they know, they're driving home 35 miles from where they saw the bright light and a half a dozen beings being on it. Betty shortly after started having bad dreams and Barney told a friend his feelings was one of a person who saw something he doesn't want to remember. Now, that stuff from the book and the movie actually came out, okay, They had their experience, but two years after, they went under hypnosis, and that's where this stuff got triggered. The rest of it came out? Yep, where the beings and the tingling and stuff like that. So so two years after that, they went under hypnosis. They both said they remember short, gray aliens with big wraparound eyes, and they were stuck with long needles. Oh. Yeah. The psychologist that did the hypnosis didn't believe their story, but definitely trusted that they believed it. Miss Hill was comfortable telling the story, which she had been doing the previous two years anyway at schools, newspapers, local groups. Pretty much anybody that would talk to her about it, she was open about it. Barney was rather scared of what he remembered after the hypnosis. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't, you know, he tried to close off. Uh, the movie made for TV called The UFO Incident was based on the Hill story. Okay, so after that aired, in a matter of two years, the recorded human abduction story and accounts rose 2,500%. Do you think that was fake or you just think people were sort of coming out of the closet? All right. I'm going to play skeptic here. I think it is, as we know, even today, if something, how do I want to say this? Okay. If people are followers, okay. So like they get it in their head and they're like, oh man, there was this time that I don't remember. I bet aliens abducted me. And then, so you start believing that and then you start putting other things in your mind. The mind is such a powerful thing. And I'm not saying they're full of BS, but- for my personal beliefs, I wouldn't probably, uh, I don't want to say trust, but... Wanted that attention. Right. Mm-hmm. They wanted the attention like the Hills had. Uh, now, as far as the Hills story, I, I don't know because it didn't happen to me. I'm not going to discredit them by any means because I don't know. I, I think it's a really, it would be a scary thing. It's it, To me, it's neat to think about, but to actually have it happen would be a whole other thing. And we're kind of living in that right now. I've thought of weird shit happening like it's happening now. And now it's happening and I don't want it to happen. Yeah. And, I, you know, we have so many people out there who aren't really taking it seriously. And there's so much more to what's going on right now than what meets the eye. And um, if people don't take it seriously here, now. Then... Here comes the spiritual talk from Mama. What's going on? Oh, well, Put it in there. There's, no, there is a part of me thinks that, you know, there's a lot of, we're all a little bit of alien to this world. That's one of the reasons why we get sick. And it's one of the reasons why we have an we have an alien disease that's spreading so quickly. It's because we can't fight the immunity, right? And so we're good. We can go ahead and we can pass this this virus around, but come summertime, it's just going to get passed around again. Again, right? Well, 
I, it'll change just like the flu bug changes every time you know you get it but the next year a little bit of it the strand or whatever changes mutates yeah and then turns into something else so and then has it a different effect on people where this year you might have that respiratory issue next year it might turn into something where you don't feel good to your stomach that's or, exactly it. you know it's a shift yeah. and, uh, and the part of it the spiritual part too like i've explained to my kids this, this is we're we're at the the uh, the ascension we're we're at the <laughs> we're at the shift we're, we're at the the spiritual ascension where we are all as a collective whole getting ready to to shift into that fifth dimension and that's why the universe is forcing us to sit at home because even now when you tap into this podcast and you stop for a minute and you look around you're with your family mm -hmm. the universe wants you to look at what's really important right. not work not the dumbass people at work that try to make you mad but your family and loving your family and spending time with your family what's really important love and that's what the fifth dimension is we're all shifting to that and, soul. and i know this is this makes it sound like really harsh but those who aren't capable of shifting to that dimension they're going to cross over. They're the ones, the elderly who aren't capable of shifting into that energy. They're the ones. That's why it's the elderly that are being affected. Nine well, that's where we were probably going to get hated on that because that's not the nice way of saying that. But that's why you see the what elderly. What do you mean we? I'm not saying nothing. I'm, I'm going to get hated <laughs> on it. That's why you see the elderly who are crossing over and the younger generation not affecting it as much because it's the younger generation that's supposed to lift this up. Right. And that's how I explain it to my kids. And it, it is the truth. The younger and generation's sucking right now, I'm just saying. We're, we're <laughs> shifting so much. You. you know, and that's why, like, the alien talk, there's so much more to that. Because when we start talking about it, there's going to be another shift that comes along in 2027 when we're going to go, like, this virus right here is preparing us now for a bigger one. And that shift's going to come to the 2027 and there's going to be a lot that don't, a lot of many more who don't make it through that one. So mm -hmm. we need to pay attention now. So when that one comes, we're, we're ready, ready for it because the younger generation's really the one that's going to push us completely over into the shift. This is just the beginning. So people need to waken up. Wake the fuck up. Wake your shit up. So okay, ah shit, I had something to say. Uh, so if you're still listening, <laughs> <laughs> I go off into my spiel. See, you shouldn't have got. You See, we, let me go. We there. all love mama. Okay, I'm not saying uh, that's a pretty cool thought. <laughs> like I said, I'm completely in the gray area on everything. I tried my best to keep an open mind for, for all things, science and the spiritual side. But with that, I have mixed emotions on that whole thing with this being a spiritual awakening type time. With that being said, she said that about six months ago, once coming. And, and I'm just, I'm, I'm verifying that for our listeners. And please know that I'm just not saying that because I just agree with mama all the time because I don't. Not that I don't agree with her. I, I accept well, her views. They could go and back she accepts and um, mine. download the episodes and listen. That's true. She, she did say it. And even not even just alone on the episodes, but when we're talking our talks outside of the episodes that we're actually recording, you've mentioned that. And then here I look at her like, oh, wow, you're, <laughs> you're crazy. I, I love you. Let's have some more wine. And then <laughs> yeah. I pat her on the head. There she, and, there she goes again. <laughs> yeah, we are quite the dynamic duo, honestly. <laughs> honestly. It, uh, it's all right. But, okay, the thing with the aliens and then, like, the alien encounters, I think once somebody was able to come out with it, so the next person had to beat their that person's story, and then so on and so on and so on. So they got that 15 minutes of fame type thing. If I had to take a guess, I'd probably say, I don't know, a fourth of all those stories 
are real, but not completely real. Maybe they got abducted, but I'm not sure you got probed in the anus for that. Because if aliens put us here, why would they need to know that part? We got other orifices. When I I think about the ones where they're getting, um, for me, when I think about the ones where there are science experiments, I don't know. I've... I find those ones harder to believe. Yes. I think about like, um, well, these ones that I looked up, they were more in like the 1950s with like the George, I don't, I'm not even sure if that's how, if I'm going to pronounce it correctly, Adamski. And he was one of the like first ones that, um, he, that he came out with. And I think his initial one was like, there was truth to it where he thought he reported that he actually saw one. But then he came up with like like more and more more and more stories and he came up with pictures of flying saucers and then so after a while he became unbelievable. Yes. Added too much to it. Yeah. And so he did have believers and then all of a sudden there were no believers after he just kept on going. And then you have Elizabeth Clare and she said she conceived an alien from another planet. And that she would call the alien and he was known as Akon. She would call him down from in his um I love listening to Akon. I I know. In his scout ship. And okay. I know. I know I, I sound batshit crazy and I own that. But that's <laughs> that's a little bit more than me. And you know, I hear some stories and I completely believe them. I hear stories about people who can call in extraterrestrials from other places and I believe it. So I I don't discount that, but sometimes when you hear that story from an outside source, it does just sound weird, especially when you're talking about the 1950s. These are stories from the 1950s. Right. These are stories that carried on. One thing to her favor, this was really kind of her only story, and it never changed. So no matter how many times somebody asked her this, she never changed her story ever. It was always told the same exact way. She never changed up. Right. And then um, Ludwig Paulman, he develops a friendship with a race of aliens in Germany. And so these these uh, aliens had secret bases all around Germany, and they gave him a special, um, like, crystal that would glow when they were near. And everybody, and he would tell people that, and everybody discounted it until one time he he found out that one of them had died in an accident and something happened to this ring. And like, it was just like a weird story. Um, perhaps one of the most outlandish of Palman's stories, if only because of the human-like quality, is of hearing of a disaster that had befallen an alien ship on another planet. One of the aliens he had introduced to a previously, had been introduced to previously, was apparently killed. Shortly after this event, coincidentally or not, came several sightings of large silver discs where Palman claimed the aliens had their base. Like, all of a sudden, they, like, gathered, and, like, the ring went crazy. Like, Area 51. Yeah, like, but this was in, like, Germany. Oh, okay. Now, another favorite one that I read about was about Carol Watts. And this is, um, he learns that aliens are watching, um humans as they near the cosmos so perhaps by comparison to many others on the on a list claims that carol watts um he would claim to first witness a cigar-shaped craft while driving between fields and buildings on the family farm he approached the object which hovered low to the ground and he was asked by a voice that was neither masculine or feminine feminine if he was willing to submit to a rigor rigorous physical examination, and if he passed, he'd be allowed to travel with the occupants into space. Although he would initially decline the invitation, eventually he agreed, and he ultimately went into space with the aliens. According to the conversation that took place during the cosmic journey, he was informed that these alien visitors 
would regularly come and go as they pleased from Earth. Perhaps more worryingly, he was informed that many alien races in space was concerned with humanity's apparent impending arrival in the cosmos and a humans becoming a spacefaring race. And this fascinates me because I think out of like any kind of alien encounter that you would think of, this is the one that I would fit with the most, where you would have communication with aliens, but at some point it would be a telepathic type communication where you're, you're not going to be speaking, but you're going to be speaking with your brains. Okay. And at some point we are going to reach that stage where we are traveling into space, where as a human race, not just a, you know, what those outer spacemen. You know what I'm talking about. Astronauts? Astronauts. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we just love you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about. But as a human race, mm-hmm. that that's where we're going to be ending up. Because that's where we belong, too. Okay. Question. So, okay, we say I'm going to bring in aliens versus our, let's say, spiritual guides or the crossed over that reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how do we know, okay, with my, my psychic friends, my medium friends, family, how do you know that's not the aliens talking to you? Well, sometimes you really don't. I think um, you would ask, and if you're spiritually developed enough, they would answer you. Um, I'm spiritually essential. Sorry, but, I'd add that. Like, just like um, studying studying this week and about the different dimensions. Like I didn't even know where we consider like the thirteenth dimension is the cosmic wound, which is you know that thirteenth dimension connects us to all the other universes, and that's how we travel from one universe to the next. Mm-hmm. So I think I didn't mean to throw you off with that no, question. No, it doesn't. I, I I'm trying to think that. about. It's a good question because how do you know really? Because mm-hmm. you. As um as a spiritualist, you tap into each dimension. Okay. That's where I'm going with that. You you tap into each right. dimension to connect with you know your angels or your seventh dimension. But, your sixth dimension is your guys. So you would have to tap into dimensions beyond that thirteenth dimension. Like our our guides and such. Uh, why can't they be aliens? And they pretty they could be. Like maybe we're each assigned an alien, and we're each there. See, now we're getting into conspiracy theories. We oh well, it's just like it's just like that <laughs> vision that I had where she gave me her name. Yeah, and that that was a vision. I wasn't asleep. I know what she told me. Right, and I know what she showed me. And that I just love you. <laughs> and, that, and there's nobody that can tell me I'm wrong. Right, there, no, it's no. just as long as I you know exactly what I saw. Yeah, and. You know, she, you know, and she told me, watch for March 4th, because March 4th is going to have an impact and it's bringing this shift and it's going to bring, bring change. It's going to bring big change. And what happened March 4th? They started, they started bringing out big news about the coronavirus. And now what do we have? I remember our conversation about that dream because we were sitting, not in the shagging wagon, the gypsy wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Either or, I guess. (laughs) And we were talking about that before all this shit hit the fan, actually. I remember you, now that you repeat that, I remember you saying that. The, that the March 4th. 4th was going to have a big impact on us. And it was bringing the well, shift. Yeah, we were trying to figure out why March 4th was important. Because mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we went through everybody's and, birthdays and everything. And if we look up March 4th, it has coronavirus written all over it. It, Rona. Brought, it, brought, the, it brought the shift. It's the beginning of the shift. Fucking Rona. God damn it. But anyway, so but that, that it's sort of like that. So in a, in a sense, she is a guide. She was giving me a message. Not Rona. She's not talking about Rona. No, not Rona. Her <laughs> name was not Rona. <laughs> That I might not be able to pronounce her name, but it wasn't Rona. <laughs> so okay, 
So back to these these stories, or I, I'm sorry, when I say stories, I, I I need a different word for that because when I say stories, to me, it's something accounts. Accounts. There you go. So okay, clearly there's science. Science is like ah, people and their conspiracy theories and their blah blah blah. So in my research, something get some think that it has to do with sleep paralysis. However, I'm not totally against that. However. We do have an episode on sleep paralysis. And Josh from the crew, he's got a science explanation for that, which I kind of buy into, but I think there's a lot more to it. Uh, Okay, these people that were driving from the diner, Mr. and Mrs. Hill, they weren't sleeping. So how'd they have sleep paralysis? You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand maybe having dreams and thinking that, having lucid dreams and thinking that it's so real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You ate a bad batch of Mexican food or something, you know, because it's spicy, and and you have these weird dreams. Then you're like, oh, my God, I got abducted by aliens. (laughs) And then another one put it in terms of an out-of-body experience, which I can kind of buy into that. But, again, it's one of those things where you still are aware of where you are. At the same exact time with each other. That's the thing. Oh, right. You know, that's what you would discount that is mm-hmm. at the same I time. It was two different people that, that that's what their theories are. Now, I've felt the out-of-body experience, and I, I really don't give a shit if anybody believes me or not, but I remember exactly being young, like I said, mm-hmm. in my cousin's room and going and being above the doorway, and she had the Barbie dream house, and I could watch us playing that and I okay moving on because there's so much more I could add in that we totally get off topic here and then there's probably personal stuff that would come out that I don't want said on air but but I remember where I was you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like so with these accounts that people don't remember and that's what sets apart the hills account accounts versus these ones that came afterwards is the hills even under hypnosis that's what brought out like the smaller details for them because it kind of put them back in there. And the ones coming after that got piled on and went up 2,500%, people couldn't remember. They just couldn't account for certain times. The Back then in the 60s, okay, you're probably on acid. <laughs> yeah. You know, or what the fuck ever you guys were doing back then. You are probably at Woodstock living your best life. Good times. Yeah. Well, I wasn't there, but. I would have liked to go to Woodstock. I would have made a really oh, good yeah. hippie. You would have. I would have. I'm pretty sure you, you were one. I probably would was i was probably janice joplin i'm not gonna lie i feel like i was probably her in a past life i was the mother yelling at all the kids because i loved the <laughs> 50s and 60s and like i i don't know i'd probably be that mom on the block that sold the tupperware nowadays you'd look at me and be like no hell yeah, no you no. weren't but in my inside i i think that's what i was doing or what i was meant to do uh now again okay let's go back to the conspiracy theories because clearly they came out like a mofo after this as oh, yeah. to what's what right so there's david ike uh, he was a British conspiracy theorist. Theorist. He had two hypotheses about <laughs> ideas about the abduction phenomenon, as he called it. Now, one, the abductions are strictly linked with military genetic experiments conducted by alien beings operating together with various... T- Terrestrial Army Forces, a.k.a. Area 51. I almost said Area 54. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other one was, therefore, these abductions are only a part of a wider conspiracy. See, that was his theory on it, which is very odd. And then it goes in to say in this article about, like, these aliens are trying to do (laughs) hybrids create hybrids like half alien half human and like yeah it's just really fucking weird when you when you dig into this article like ah it's so weird and he's like he's talking about like reptoid 
reptile people and the hybrids with the aliens and but maybe that's what is at area 51 where these happen you never know yeah you know i don't know and i personally don't think that area 50 i think that's a I think that's a spot where they want us to think shit is. Yeah, it's like, probably all, over like in Egypt or something. But all those stupid uh, humans uh, believe in that shit. Yeah, let, let them the, storm it's Area 51. the pyramids. Yeah, like it's probably not even... A, okay, first of all, look at the U.S. We're falling apart. Like we fight over toilet paper. I'm just saying. The aliens are probably <laughs> laughing their asses off. I've seen some memes and they're like, I'm watching Earth 2020 and shit's getting out of control or some shit like that. And if I was an alien, I could watch this like a reality show. Oh my God. It would be insane. I'd be eating my bonbons, drinking they my probably wine. set us all up and they're just watching us laughing. Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't? They're like, they're like, whoa. Like, let's watch these people at Walmart. Oh, the people at Walmart. <laughs> Good Facebook pages there. <laughs> but they're at, oh my God, it's just an endless array <clears throat> of conspiracy theories that are linked with aliens, which is absolutely insane. Now, we talk about the greys, and I have a lot of friends and or acquaintances, you know, in the past and even now <clears throat> that are totally into that type of alien aspect, and they got their theories of what had you know, what's going on and the greys having, when I say greys, I mean, they have a, that's a term for a certain type of alien. I could, yeah, that makes sense. You know, and then one of the, <clears throat> I'm just outlining these. This is just from taking from people that I know have done their research. I'm not saying it's real, but it's out there. They've done their research. So reading a book, essentially, they do know what they're talking about from articles and books that they've read. So with that being said, you know, with the greys at one point, oh, there's the greys and there's a couple other ones. But for some reason, the greys stuck with me. But they made, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, a, a, a pact with the government to offer up so many humans for experiments and then in return they save us from attacks from other aliens and shit like that and that's why people can't remember however if i remember correctly they say that the grays are sloppy about it because the grays leave people around like the hills mr mrs hill the the accounts that you have because they don't erase the full memory Mm mm-hmm where men in black, MIB, men in black is an actual thing. So they say that's another conspiracy thing. I have done my research hey, on that, but. Hence my dream about the, the hot <laughs> aliens and then watching men in black three days later. And then Will Smith saying, who who knew that all the models were hot? And I was like, yep, there you have it. There's Mama your was like, I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Sign, so signs are everywhere. It, it's absolutely crazy when you go and you think about. See, that's why. It's so hard to just stay on just the this one topic. And I'm trying to rein it in, and there's so much more I could go after everything that we have just said. You know, as far as the grays and the, you know, the pictures they say that are out there of, oh, it goes on forever and ever. There's just too much. And that might be something once things calm down, and not that we'll have time anytime soon to do little <laughs> side things of the aliens. But I do want to reach into that more, but that's going to take a whole lot of our time mm-hmm. to do. So I'm thinking we'll have to come up with some kind of plan where we just kind of, you know, watch things, you know, about ancient aliens. I like the History Channel when we don't have anything to, on our own time. And then I we love decide. ancient aliens. Then we decide, you know, when to record. And then we maybe let's do it all randomly. Not randomly, but throughout the next six months to a year, we just do little by little so that way we're not trying to cram all that shit in. Yeah. And then we make a series out of it. 
put it out on the side or something. That's a good idea. I mean, that way we're not overtaking our different episodes on Paranormal XL. Mm-hmm. We're not taking away from our other podcasts that we have, which you better listen to Mama Mary's right now because it's just a good time because with the shift and everything that she was talking about, it's just pure fucking batshit crazy everywhere. <laughs> like I said in the video that I made on Facebook, it's... If you don't get anything else out of it, you got to relax for at least 15, 20 minutes. That's that, that balancing and grounding. Yeah. Yes, and everybody needs that. You you mamas out there, you dads out there, you know, that aren't at work, that are having to homeschool on top of going to work because you're essential. Like, it's just, there's just a lot of craziness out there. And you need to remember to take that time for yourself because if you're not healthy for yourself in the long run, that that's going to hurt your children mm-hmm. because it's going to yep. go off on them. You know, like... It, it's a trickle-down effect, and you have to make sure that you care for yourself first and foremost. And I say that, and I have children, and I would put them before my own needs any day, but mentally, at minimum, mentally take care of yourself. That's right. Because right now is a time where it would be easy to lose your shit. Oh, yeah. You yep. just go fucking crazy, or you get violent, whatever. Just don't. Take that 15 minutes. Even if you only have 15 minutes a week and you're in the bathroom and you're like, got the shower running, you're not in the shower even, but you're like, I need some quiet. Take it. Turn the shower on for 10 minutes. Just sit there with your beer or your bottle of wine, whatever. A bottle of wine. Two bottles of wine. How? You know Box what? of wine. I was just going to say that. The box. And just <laughs> stick a big old straw in it. <laughs> mm. Mm. And what do you got there? I see you got... Okay. Oh, I just had a couple of timelines. I, I found it really interesting because I was trying to look into like the, the like deepest accounts that you could find where they actually had, you know, logged accounts of alien sightings. And it went back to like the second millennium. Now, was it UFO sightings or the... UFO sightings. Like okay. their, their accounts. Well, yeah, I was to say that goes back into the conspiracy theories and stuff because a lot of them come back because, okay... Right here, I'm going to separate it where there's sightings of the UFOs versus the documented accounts. And the first documented account was the hills. What Mama's going to get into is the documented sightings of, like, UFOs and such. Yeah, and and this is, like, the very first was in, like, ancient Egypt, which we were just talking about. So, you know, 1440 B.C., they called it fiery disks in in lower Egypt, the country ancient Egypt, so according to um, the scribes of the Pharaoh, they reported that fiery disks were encountered floating over the skies. So it, it, it's basic and it's simple. They didn't know what it was, but they were just what they reported seeing. I just I find those kind of things interesting. So 218 BC, what they named it was ships in the sky. It took uh, place in um, Rome, in the Roman Republic. And let's see, it's hard to... Yeah. So phantom ships had been seen gleaming in the sky. And then 76 BC, a spark from a falling star, where it shows that um, they thought it was a, they said a spark falls from a star, but then it grew and just as it descended, then it appeared to grow to the size of a moon. And then it ascended back into the heavens and was transformed into a light. So at first it looked like it was a falling star, then it grew. Right. I don't know. I, I think I would chalk that out to maybe a meteor shower or a meteor. It could have been. So I just found them. And, the, and it goes it well, goes yeah. on and on and on from the 1500s to, um, and we can read, the, we can save these for to, a, a different to time. To seeing the UFOs and whatnot. Yeah. And so they actually started naming them, giving yeah. them names. But I found it fascinated that it went all the way back then. Right. You want to know another weird thing is, you know, I put on the Facebook, I wanted to hear your stories and such. However... I had a lot of people email 
in to ParanormalXL at writeme.com and message ParanormalXL on Facebook saying that they had stories, but nobody actually sent me their stories. They didn't want to share. I wonder why. And and that's okay. I mean, I'm going to respect your privacy, but if you do want to share even your experience, because maybe somebody out there has one just like yours, we don't have to say your name. You know, it isn't going to be, I'm not, we're, we're not going to blast you out like that. Like, and I do know people that have some stories and people, and they found out that we were doing this episode and they're like, no, like, don't even talk to me about this episode. I don't want to know anything about it. I don't, nothing. And yeah, Grandma Karen, if you're listening, you owe me some stories, Grandma Karen. Yeah, what's up, Grandma Karen? <laughs> we love Grandma Karen. I would love to tell <laughs> Grandma Karen stories on here. Uh, email us, Grandma Karen. Uh, <laughs> I, I sent you a message, actually, and told her, you know, email us or whatever about it. Now, like I said, we, we got a lot of people, and I think that there there is stories out there. We're not here to judge you. We just want to share your stories. Maybe... We don't have to use names. No, it's and maybe they, they would... But here, we also use your stories for research as well, because let's say five people from five different countries emailed in, and they have a lot of similarities and we're like what the hell and they don't know each other they're not linked to each other at all that may prove something not i don't want to say come out and prove something but it may try to link something up mm-hmm. where we could theoretically link something up make a new conspiracy who knows hey, <laughs> just nothing, for fun nothing like a good conspiracy theory well hey you know what else are we gonna do right now everybody's <laughs> stuck at home and shit unless you're not essential <laughs> i'm essential but i chose to take my three weeks off <laughs> and people are probably like, what? I did it on purpose. You just got to watch the video. I put a video out as to what I did and what I'm trying to do for the podcast and my family and keep everything sane. I have a senior. I have a sixth grader. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh. It's a good time, too, to use the podcast to put the message out there. Mm-hmm. In any shape or form, whether it's for entertainment, for, for guided meditations, I've been working on mm-hmm. trying to put more of those out. You know, I I did um you know recordings with Kristen on you know some spiritual stuff yeah we still need to have her on this one i know yeah we do and i also i want to i want to get a reading with her sometime when we're mm-hmm. when this shit is over if she's willing to whatever Heck yeah yeah because she's getting ready to get back in the swing of things too right, right. Yep. you know we're just the three of us you know we can record an episode have fun doing it drinking our wine you know ha, 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 and have her because i've never had her give me a reading because she scares me yeah, she is <laughs> not in a bad way she does she's no. a wonderful person she's scary she's accurate. so sweet yeah and and yeah, I'm all over the place because I remember she gave Star a reading up at Paracon and she had me step away. And I was all right. I was social distancing. Like, I shit you not. I was probably six <laughs> feet away. And she didn't realize that Star and I were together at the time, like there together. And I was kind of waiting for her. She's like, um, excuse me, I'm going to need you to step back. Like, I'm, I'm getting she, you. Yeah, she knew you were blocking her. And I'm her like, <laughs> <laughs> I am all over the place, my witch. <laughs> But yeah, she's, yeah, I totally want to get with her. Uh, Yeah, the alien thing, there's so much more, and I wish I had so much more of deeper knowledge in it. But this is just the very, very, not even the tip of the iceberg. Like, this is like the... Yeah, it is. There's so much more, and I have actually had awesome conversations with people about it, and these people that firmly, firmly believe, and that's cool. And there is more out of it. You know, and I think we just got to get people out of that shell where they're afraid of what other people will say because they say, yeah, you know, I think there is that possibility. Mm -hmm. There's always a possibility. Uh, You know, you're not going to go around and tell your kid they can't be anything they don't want to be because that's just 
That's exactly it. Because anything's a possibility, you mm-hmm. know. And I had a better thing to wrap that together, but that's all right. Yeah. But you're not. You shouldn't go around telling people that they're crazy either, just because they believe in something that you don't. Yeah. Like that's not okay. It's not nice. Even if you think it's silly, they probably think you're silly. Like right. like a paper straw, because paper straws are silly. I actually think paper straws are really neat and they're really pretty. But that's like an inside joke with the paper straws, because they're essentially kind of useless, because they get all soggy and whatnot yeah. when you're trying to use them and straws are meant for liquid and i think the aliens are probably laughing at us right now yeah <laughs> yeah yucky <laughs> yucky it's caca. <laughs> caca. so you got me no i think i'm good good so i got like a little ending spiel here yeah. but uh thank you all for listening with the with the alien thing again still send in your stories even if it's going to take you a while we'll do once we get into the alien topic again because again it's going to take we may try to figure out some time somehow (laughs) where we take the next six months to a year and be able to put together a season on it Mm -hmm. and maybe do it something separate from paranormal xl just a little 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 side something something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so okay with all this alien talk we will still want to hear about your stories like i just said or if you know someone we will be getting deeper into the grace topic and alien deals with the government at some point there is a lot of digging to do in those, so I want to make sure that we get on the get all the right info. We're on the same page, and some good accounts, and hopefully some interviews of believers and even some non-believers in there. So I believe anything is possible. The universe is an amazing and absolutely stunning thing to think about. It is endless. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and please hang in there with all the crazy stuff going on right now. As long as we are being kind to each other and helping where we can, we will get through this all together. Mama and myself are here for you if you need, if you if you even just need somebody to talk to, to vent to, whatever, and you don't have that in your house, email us. We'll do what we can to help you out. It is okay to be scared. It is okay to have questions. We appreciate you all very much. Email us for any reason whatsoever because while I'm stuck at home, well, not stuck there, that sounds bad. I'm enjoying my time with my kids right now because I'm able to do that and that is wonderful and I'm able to teach them from home. Um, But emails from listeners is always a good thing. So email us, email us, even if it's just to say hi, paranormalxl at writeme.com. And remember, don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. 